Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Oh, the Pat McAfee clip can only mean one thing, Declan Goff. Yes, sir. And that it is a four-question Friday. Welcome into Purple Daily. Phil off until Monday. And, of course, Purple Daily, as always, presented by our friends at Surly Brewing. We love Surly. In fact, I'm a huge fan. I might be the president of their fan club. Mm -hmm. And we come to you from the TCL studios. Enjoy more with TCL. All right, Declan Goff. Preseason game at number one yes, Saturday night at U.S. Bank Stadium, right around the corner. And so we got we got questions now that actually involve. I know it's meaningless, but they involve a real football game. I know. No more no more spitballing. No more making stuff up to create talkers. Starting tomorrow, we got football essentially once a week now through the month of well, heck, with yeah. seventeen weeks, what? Through December into January now. Yeah, we so. have you know at least uh, four or five months of football here. Obviously, if the Vikings make a run in the postseason, knock on wood, uh, we'll have even more to talk about. But you know, one 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 thing well, yeah, at a time. Don't, don't get it over your skis, there, young man. One Drew Lock Teddy Bridgewater masterpiece at a time. You know, we'll we'll take our time. There. Actually, I don't. You want my Drew Lock is playing. I believe. I think he might be playing the whole. He's starting tomorrow, and I think from what I have read, because you know I'm a Drew Lock Teddy Bridgewater super fan, just like Vic Fangio yeah. is. Um, I believe the plan is Drew Locke on the first game, and I don't think actually Teddy won't play. I, I don't know if he'll play. They're gonna ro- they're gonna like they're not gonna do oh, reps. They're gonna ro- uh, like okay. from what I've read, like Drew Locke's gonna get the majority of snaps, and I think that you know the third guy will will sub in like for the second Rip, half. Ripping. Yeah. Okay. So so before we get to the questions, uh-huh. I watched two days of practice between the Broncos and Vikings, and I watched the. Vikings defense extensively on Wednesday, and then I watched, or I'm, I'm sorry, the offense extensively on Wednesday, and then the Vikings defense extensively on Thursday. And so I have a quick scouting report for you from the Broncos quarterback competition. Drew Locke, I like his arm. I have no idea if he can process quick enough to be successful, but he's got a nice arm, throws a nice ball. Um, uh, potentially, I could be in there. Brett Rippon, third quarterback, got an arm, throws a nice ball. I got bad news for you, dude. Teddy Bridgewater's arm, his ability to plant and throw is gone. Um, the ball looks like you threw it. 
It, he threw a 50-yard touchdown pass yeah. towards my direction on the sideline. That ball was going so slow, I almost ran on the field and picked it off myself. I don't know what you're talking about. He had that great it bomb was a, it, the other day in the individual drills. He can throw the bomb. You're just a hater. You're, no, just, a teddy, you you're remember, just a Teddy Bridgewater you, hater. I almost spilt my entire do you remember coffee. When, do you remember when I called for the retirement of Peyton Manning yes. as he was about to win a Super Bowl? Yes. Because it was so sad. Yep. Watching his ball flutter and float through the air. Yes. That's that's your guy. Okay, Eddie. don't it's, even. It's sad. It's yeah, sad. All right, let's it. get to the questions. Let's get to the questions. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> let's get to the questions. All right, question number one. Which Vikings player are you most excited to see play Saturday in the preseason opener? Who are you? You can only give me one. Mm-hmm. Who are you excited to see play? Uh, well, I'm gonna have to, I, I hate to be this person, but I'm going to have to go with my guy. Uh, I like to make things about myself. I don't know if you've known this in the few, you know, last few years we've worked together. Uh, I need to You're say, young, of course yeah, you do. I, I know, I, I, I knew. I, I want to see my guy Kanae Nwangu. I want, yeah. I want more reps. And I've seen, I've seen Mr. Mankato odds from yourself and the other local Vikings beat reporters. And it seems like consensus-wise, he's definitely in the running. He's not top, but he, he's definitely in the top three to top five of Mr. Mankato odds. And now, I believe. I might have a write that down on this, but these, these preseason games, these big moments, these are what's going to help him solidify. Because like KJ Osborne, Jake Browning, I think are probably your one-two favorites right now with the way they've they've gone about their camps. But all I need from Kenny is to get on that outside burst. And I saw your video yesterday on Score North on that right. kick return. He's got a, he's got some you. quick feet, man. And all he needs is just one good kick return or punt return or a little swing pass, little wheel route, Judd. Out on the outside, and Kane is going to go and bolt down for six, do a skull chant, and ready to go. I want to see what Kane Nwangu can do in an actual preseason game against the Broncos this weekend. This might be your best call since you started on the show. <laughs> because it's seriously, when I watch this guy, I'm telling you, Declan, how many guys, even as fast as they might be, how many players in any sport, I think Buxton qualifies it too, don't slow down when they cut. He doesn't slow down. He like glides. Mm-hmm. It's the damnedest thing. I, I watch him in practice, and I think the Vikings know that they have something special here. Like, I think they know that. Uh-huh. But when I watch him practice, I just keep thinking one thing. What would Andy Reid do with this kid? Like, this speed is off the charts. And I think he's got, and I don't know this for sure, but I think he's got some instincts as well. So I don't think it's just speed. I think he's got, I think he can play. Um, I'm with you here. And and if this kid doesn't get an opportunity to return kicks, they're crazy. And yeah. by the way, and by the way, if he has instincts, let him bring the ball out. I know it's uh, not a great play ordinarily, but with the speed that this guy possesses, unless he just runs right into guys, it's worth a, a shot. So, all right. So you're going with your guy, your pick for Mr. Mankato, Kane Nuwangu. 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 It's small, it's small N-E-W, capital N-E-W, capital N-E-W. It is Nuwangu. G-O, Nuwangu. I know Chris Longer said the N was silent. I don't think he was correct in that assessment. And I know According I'm not, to, I shouldn't be the one no, who's critiquing pronunciations and spelling and, and reading. Professional sports, especially professional but I, it, sports. It's caster. Nuwangu. Yes, according to the pronunciation guide, you're correct. Chris Long is wrong. Yes. Thank you. That's I hope you're I happy to hear. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. just went after a guy who's a professional sports guy. of the show. Okay, so so I'm going to I'm going to say this and then give you a different name, okay? So Jake Browning is mine, but I mean that's obvious. Of course, we want to see him. He needs to play a lot. But 
because that's such an obvious choice, my choice of a guy who I want to see play extensively, mm-hmm. Ole Udo oh. at right guard. Sure. Um, he's looked good. He's looked pretty good. But you know what? Drew Samia looked pretty good at times yeah. in camp last year. It meant nothing. Get nasty. Um, if this is going to be if this is going to be the guy, and as far as I can tell, he is going to win this job. I want to see him extensively. So, like, not one series with the starters. I want to see him left in with the second team. The Broncos aren't going to provide exotic schemes because teams don't do that defensively, and they're probably going to blitz a little bit, but not much. If and they might not. So, I'm not saying that this is going to give you a definite read. But if you're going to take a recently converted tackle and make him a guard and say, well, he's got a nasty streak, which is what you said about Drew Samia. <laughs> I need to see a lot there um, because I will flat out tell you I am sound. And I, I think this goes back to uh, Purple Daily yesterday, Declan. I am flat out sounding the alarm on the offensive line yep. until I until I see enough to say, OK, it's fine. Yes. So Phil Mackey's guy, Oliudo. Udo. And I know we, by, by the way, I know we will be doing a Sunday. Uh, obviously, we'll have, we'll have comments on YouTube on Saturday. We'll have a vent line episode with yours truly on Sunday. I believe we'll be doing a, a uh, after dark episode Sunday night when Philip returns to town, uh, I believe, to break down those preseason notes and uh, observations on Sunday night evening, Sunday evening as well. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Question two. <laughs> Conversely, off question one, yep. which Vikings players do you not, N-O-T, capital, want to see all preseason? I am eliminating Justin yeah. Jefferson because he's hurt, and I don't think he's going to play probably, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But which player, which which healthy player or player who at least could play tomorrow, do you basically want to say, you know what, three preseason games, don't worry about it. Yeah, and, and I, we might have the same guy after uh, your your uh, first answer to our first question of who you're excited to see play. Uh, I Brian O'Neill does not need to touch the field. Brian O'Neill does not need to touch this preseason field. He's the only established guy right now on this offensive line. I know offensive linemen need reps, and they need to get used to the quarterback and the cadence, but Brian O'Neill's a veteran, dude. He's been here four years now. He knows what he's doing. If, if you lose Brian O'Neill in a preseason game to an injury, which, by the way, it happens. You lose established players. I've gone out in the preseason numerous times. Um... I don't want this guy to be stepping foot on the field. And in fact, if I'm Brian O'Neill, I don't even go to U.S. Bank Stadium. Instead, I go up north to Brainerd International Raceway, and I watch the NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals at Brainerd International Raceway in Brainerd, Minnesota. That's some real talk. That's some fast stuff that you can go enjoy, Brian O'Neill. Okay? You, you know, there, there's camping packages. There's plenty of things that you can see. It's August 18th to the 22nd at Brainerd International Raceway. And for more information, Brian, all you have to do is go to BIRMN.com. And for any fans listening, maybe you'll see your guy, Brian O'Neill, up there. That's BIRMN.com, Brainerd International Raceway. That was seamless, Declan. That was very Thank good. Um, I'll throw this in. So, to your thought. The one thing I, I think they want that first team offensive line to probably get a series with Kirk because they're going to play Kirk. And ordinarily, if you play your starting quarterback, you play your your best O-lineman with him until he's done. And I think Kirk, history tells us, despite Zim's secrecy, history tells us that Kirk will get a series. So I think he'll play a series, and that will be it. And they'll come out. And my point is, at that, that's the point, Ole has to stay in. 
I don't need to see Dakota Dozier come right in. Just play. But yes, that would be. And and plus, to your point, Brian is currently, we think, negotiating a new contract. This would be a bad time to get hurt. So I sort of like your point there. All right, I'm going to go with the obvious one. I am going to go with a guy who was actually getting carries over the two-day period of Mm. uh, joint practices. Right. Dalvin Cook. I, I don't need to see Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is going to get a ton of carries. Dalvin Cook is going to catch a bunch of passes. Dalvin Cook is a professional's professional. Like, his approach is very, very good. And I don't need a fluke injury, which, by the way, with running backs, I can happen a lot. I don't need that. Dalvin Cook shouldn't play. And let me tell you a little story, uh, Dex, about a guy that I saw practicing yesterday. And his loss is not a huge one. But nonetheless, it's it's a cautionary tale. Mike Boone, former Viking running back, is now on the Broncos. And I was watching the Vikings defense, and Boone got the ball, and I don't know, he he burst for like, a, let's say, an eight-yard run. And at the end of that run, he came up pretty damn lame. And he had hurt his quad, but he couldn't walk. He had to be carted off the field. And the play, I can't tell you, because it happened right in front of me. I can't tell you how, like, it wasn't anything. He didn't step on a guy. He didn't get tackled because they weren't tackling. He literally just stepped wrong. Yeah. And his and something happened to his quad, and it looked bad. And that's the type of thing why when I see a guy like Cook carrying against the Broncos in joint practices or on Saturday, I don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. He's gotten hurt before. He, he's going to play hard. And, it, in fact, they say if you don't play hard, you stand more of a chance sometimes of getting hurt. Sure. So all factor all of those things together. Alexander Madison can play. Your guy can play. Amir Abdullah can play. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to see Dalvin Cook play. Uh, um, I think it's tempting fate. I really do. And I don't want to play it on turf, too. Like, I, don't, I just don't need it. I don't need it. All right. Our next question. Well, we'll get to that question in a second. But first, I want to talk about my favorite people in the whole wide world. Me and Stella. And no, actually, sorry about that. She's a dog and you're not on my list. I I like you. I like you. But you're my sports son. I can't have you like at at the top. That's not that's not tough love. Nope. It's the folks who present this show to you every day. Purple Daily. It is the folks at. Yes, it's time for the weekend. So. Surly Brewing Company, and in particular, the iconic, hoppy, and aggressive Furious IPA. Watching the ball game last night, sat down with a few Surleys and said, this is a perfect time to watch uh, baseball on a cornfield in Iowa and pop open some Surleys. And I'm going to tell you right now, I stuck with the Furious last night, Declan Goff, and it was delicious. Purple plays tomorrow, 3 o'clock kickoff. I suggest you have your Surly Furious pack in front of you that you can enjoy as much as I did while watching baseball. Surly Furious is Minnesota's favorite IPA. Furious is the beer that helped put Minnesota's craft beer scene on the map. You do enough settling in life, ladies and gentlemen. Crack open a Surly Furious and enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Get Surly. And when you get Surly, it'll make you happy. And hey, Friday after Fridays, as we're recording four questions Friday, I, I finish up the work day. I'm ready to go home. I always go to my local liquor store. You know what, Judd? I, I, Furiouses, we'll dap, I'm going to get a sixer of that. But you know what I like to do on a nice little spring day for a Surly? A little extra Perfect. citra. A little Surly extra citra. Oh, yeah. A little it's lighter. 
It's it's you know I, I love me my IPA and I love me my Furious, but sometimes I just want a little bit more of a little lighter, refreshing oh. beer and extra Citra on a, on a nice now seventy five beautiful day here in Minneapolis. Oh. Yes, Chef Kiss. Absolutely. I'm glad to see you on board too, Declan. Goff. You're welcome. Yep. I'm glad to see you. I'm not yes, just a that, seltzer guy. I, I like my beer too. So yes, Surly I, Brewing. I, that's excellent. Big that's, fan. So yeah. So pick up yours, Surly Brewing Company, this weekend for the Vikings game, and uh, enjoy. All right. Next question. Question three for Question Friday. What established starting quarterback do you think goes off the cliff this season mm-hmm. and looks to be near the end? <sighs> I, obviously, I'm giving you uh, the opportunity to say it if you want. I'm not going to. But what established quarterback do you think we are going to say by November? Oh, boy. This isn't the way this person was hoping it would go. So there, there's two guys I want to bring up. One of them that's like actually uh, that I think answers this question and, and fits the mold perfectly. And to me, that's Matt Ryan. Um, I think Matt Ryan is cooked. Uh, I, I, I was a big Matty Ice fan. Uh, he, you know, I know the 2016 Super Bowl is going to be unfortunately a gray cloud over his his career, um, mm-hmm. and that's not all on Matt Ryan either. Um, I think he's probably close to being a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not first ballot by any means, but he's he's probably going to be there. He's he's he, I can see him getting into the Hall. Uh, I think he eventually. I think he's falling off a cliff here. I know Julio Jones uh, isn't the receiver he, he used to be. Now he's in Tennessee. I I just don't see. Matt Ryan being the quarterback there anymore. I think Atlanta should probably hit the reset button. My guy Kyle Pitts is still there to help establish some things and maybe fill out that need that Julio Jones wasn't there. Uh, But I think he's going to fall off a cliff. And another guy who everyone seems to be high on, and I'm just, I'm not there yet. And this guy's not going to fall off a cliff because he's only entering his second season. I'm not buying Justin Herbert stock yet. And it seems like every single person is buying, buying, buying Justin Herbert stock. And sophomore year quarterbacks has actually happened to Matt Ryan. The book is now out on Justin Herbert. He had a, he had a very productive rookie season. I, I You can make a case that Jefferson should have won rookie of the year, but I understand why Justin Herbert did because he's a quarterback. Yep. I'm not buying this stock yet on Justin Herbert. I need to see it for a second year, and then gladly I'll wear egg on my face if he repeats this. But uh-huh. I'm not ready to buy all in on Justin Herbert quite yet. I can see that, yeah. I, I've thought about that. So I really like him a lot, but I'm sort of with you as well in saying, well, if, if teams – because we, we know – Defensive coordinators and coaches spend the entire, once the schedule comes out, they spend their entire time watching film, right? And trying to deconstruct what the kid does well to try and take away things. So I could see that. Now, I do think if he slides backwards, he will come back in his third year and be damn good. Uh, But I am with you 1,000%. I've got Matt Ryan written down too. Okay. He's 36, so he's not young. Going into his 14th season with the Falcons. Hasn't been on a, a winning team in three years. And I don't know if you've looked at the Falcons' initial depth chart. But right oh. now, right now, the yeah. starting right tackle for Matt Ryan mm-hmm. is former Viking fourth-round pick Willie Beavers, who was let go at the end of training camp in his rookie season. Now, he did, I think, go practice squad. But the point being is he was a fourth-round pick, and he got let go. He not only is still in the National Football League, but right now he is the potential starting right tackle for the Falcons, which says a lot about where things are. In fact, I believe on the depth chart, the backup running back for the Falcons right now, Cordell Patterson. So I'm with you. I think Matt Ryan – I think if Matt Ryan was with a good team right now, he might stand a chance of being decent enough 
But I think the combination of the Falcons just really going downhill in recent years and Ryan's play seeming to go along with it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if he's going to be back for a 15th year with the Falcons. I just don't. I'm not sure. I think you're right. I think he might be cooked. And of course, I do have to say, after watching the joint practices, your guy Teddy is done too. So, The Federated Challenge, supporting Big Brothers Big Sisters, hosted by my great friends at Federated Insurance. This amazing event brings together a group of community-focused and generous businesses and individuals to raise money to support Big Brothers Big Sisters, a 116-year-old one-to-one mentoring organization. Since 2005, the Federated Challenge has raised over $41 million and has helped ignite the potential of our nation's youth. Special thanks to Sid Investment Associates, Stony Brook Capital, and Taft for their support. Don't. Teddy Bridgewater Don't. is done. Don't. He's cooked. It's, it's sad. It's sad, but he's cooked. All right, final question. like to throw a curveball in here. Question yep. number four on Four Question Friday. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks incessantly? I really wonder where you got the inspiration for this question. Um, and I was thinking about it a lot, too, when you sent this over. We never talk about We never, ever talk about where we get these questions. Uh... I was thinking about this a lot because I do value, I I live alone and I thoroughly enjoy living alone. I've lived by myself for four years. Um, I've had opportunities to move in with other people and I've always said no. My motto is uh, until I meet a woman to concretely ruin my life, I'm not buying a piece of property. I'm not moving into a home with said person. I've now done this for four years, not living with another guy. I'm not doing that. I don't want a roommate. No, I like living alone. However, If I was stuck on an island alone, I would probably go, I would go insane. I, I, and I, yeah. I like being alone. I talk to myself a lot too, by the way, when I'm alone. So I, I, I could do it for yeah. a little bit, but then I, I would go nuts. I would need someone there. Even if that person talks incessantly, I would rather have someone with me on that island. It's kind of where I'm at. Okay. So you're t- um, we're saying talks incessantly, like talk, not not just talks, but never incessantly. Shuts up. And then if anything, um, if I hate them, I, I can give me something to do. I'll just you know I'll dispose of their body and I'll kill them. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't be arrested because you're exactly. Um, all right, this one is so simple for me. Yeah, I know it is. See you later. Yeah. I'm going along. Yeah, I'll just sit there. I'll find something to do. Ho- hopefully. Hopefully I can stuff will wash ashore like perhaps a television <laughs> set, plasma, TV, TCL perhaps will just come ashore. Uh, I can't, but it talks incessantly. I mean, Declan, we've been there. We've seen that before. Yepers. It's it's not doable for me. Like I can't look look. I have no problem with talking to people, but you know people that don't shut up. And imagine being stuck on an island and there, and by the way you're all they got like that's the good thing about the world as as it operates normally is is you can hand off the incessant talker you know i i I gotta go but here's timmy timmy i'll talk to you but on an island you're screwed Mm -hmm. no i'm going alone and i think you're right i think you would go insane but i think i'd go more insane if somebody talked incessantly so i'm taking the lesser of the two insanes okay yeah, no, I, I would uh, I would like to have someone there. But I'll tell you what, if you're talking about things that washing up ashore, I would hope to God my golf clubs would wash wash up, wash up on shore, and, and, and most specifically the Gen 4 golf clubs from PXG, to at least give me you know something to do when I'm on that island. And especially, I'm not good in the sand. 
Uh, most golfers aren't Uh-oh. good in the sand, you know. No one likes to oh. like. No one likes to have a beach day on the golf course. But I'll tell you what: if I get one of those nice new wedges, those Gen Four wedges from PXG, well, I'll have nothing to do but hitting from the sand. So if I'm on that island and I'm stuck there, and I got some yep. golf balls and some nice clubs from PXG, want well, be I'm, by the time I get rescued, I'm gonna be purposely going into the sand. So I'm gonna be showing it off because I was stuck on an island with that wedge from PXG in Southdale Center, Minneapolis, too. So if, if, you're, if you're looking to up your golf game, you're looking to get out of the sand, go check out our friends at PXG in Southdale Center in Minneapolis. And I'm so good at it. I mean, the thought of it has just frozen me on screen. It's frozen everybody. Everybody's mm-hmm. frozen. You've frozen us all. All right. Well, with, with that, with Phil not here today, back on Monday, and Declan frozen, we're going to call this uh, an end to four-question <laughs> Friday. Again, as Dex said, we will uh, be around with a Purple After Dark on Sunday to discuss what we saw in Saturday's preseason game. We will talk to you soon.